welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. Before we do intros, Rhythm of War is out, and there's so much to talk about. We're going to do weekly podcasts for a while, but this episode is not going to be full Rhythm of War spoilers. It's just going to be spoilers through part two. And mostly just for the epigraphs, <laughs> but I don't know. Part, let, let's just say spoilers to part two. So that's what we're going to do. The epigraphs are really hype. So I'm ex- so excited to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm Eric and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Writer. Also joining me is Evgeny. Uh, hi, I am Arjun. I was going to show off some of the things I have, but I'm not going to because the episode is more important than the things I have. Wow, that's the first time that's ever happened. Those priorities have ever switched. I, I, I have a hair tie. Wow, incredible. Also joining oh, wow. us is David. Hi, I'm just pretty jealous of that hair tie. Other than that. Um, <laughs> People are just like, uh, I'm out. I'm clicking close yeah. on this YouTube window. Yeah, I got nothing like that. Uh, I am Windrunner on the forums, and I'm glad to be here. Also joining us is Alex. Hi, I'm Feather Rider, or sometimes just Feather. Depends on the, how I'm feeling. The overlay you know? just says Feather, because the writer is go. too long. I'm Feather so. today. <laughs> and also joining us is Ben. What up, nerds? It's it's your boy. <laughs> I need to stop saying that. <laughs> it's one of those things where you start saying something ironically, and then you start saying it unironically. <laughs> hey, you also know me as Overlord Jeebus. Hey, guys. Hey. So today. So, oh. By the way, so spoilers, right? Through through part two of Rhythm of War. I almost said Oathbringer. It's going to keep happening. <laughs> also, also Oathbringer. Also Oathbringer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we will have lots of other Cosmere spoilers, but probably the main one, you should definitely have read Miss Mornero 1. That, that's really important for this episode. Maybe some Era 2. And Era 2, <laughs> and Era two but like a special well. Era 1. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, So, part two epigraphs. Oh my god, guys. It's a letter. Oh my god. (laughs) And it's harmony to Hoyd. And there's some, there's a lot more in this than I expected. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, four four times as much, maybe. Four four (laughs) times. You know, I really wanted to name this episode Oh Harmony in the title because it's like, Oh my harmony, whoa, this is so crazy. But then it's like, that's kind of a spoiler for what's in the. See, I was was thinking something like Shard Shardcast, but you know, we can. can... (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll just make the title bland so no one can complain about spoilers. And then we can go crazy in this episode because it's. It is insane. We had to record this. This was so exciting. Uh, I mean, there's a reason this is the first episode coming out after Row, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to do Rhythm of War reactions next week. So you guys have all the time to read the book. And then that's what we'll do. And then, I don't know. There's so much exciting stuff. Are we just going to do epigraphs? Like, I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. I mean, part. I I think part one epigraphs will also need their own episode. Yeah, I think there's will. a lot of interesting stuff yeah, there. I know. There's so uh, much. There's so much. Yeah. But we, there we, we can did... explain it to a broader Fabrials episode. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah maybe. We'll see. Probably. We'll see. We'll see. Lots of stuff on the horizon. We're going to go through the letter kind of quickly, 
And then we're going to do more expansive uh, nerding out, okay? Because I think it's good for us to actually, like, get the whole letter. Also, because there's some that's just, like, harmony talking. It's just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's not He's much just in, a, in a few. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, it's whatever. All right. Let us begin. The letter opens with, Dear Wanderer, I did receive your latest communication. Please forgive formality on my part as we have not yet met in person. I feel new to this role, despite my years holding it. You will admit to my relative youth, I think. So obviously I harmony. Been... <laughs> Just... uh, yeah, and, and Dear Wanderer, Wanderer is a, a well-known title of Hoyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Including a, a short story thing called Wanderer. Yeah. Yep. Traveler. I have been fascinated to discover how much you've accomplished on schedule without me noticing your presence. How is, how is it that you hide from shards so well? I have reached out to the others as you requested and have received a variety of responses. Much as you indicate, there is a division among the other shards I would not have anticipated. It is interesting that Hoyd can hide from shards so well, but I mm-hmm. guess that's a technique that he would have needed to perfect, ultimately. Yes. yes. I like that this is the second time Harmony's commented on this yeah. as well. So it's like, he's like, no, seriously. He's like, like you read no, the first letter. No, seriously though, how do you do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I really like that. Thanks. Like, um, yeah. Do we do we remember the contents of the first? Oh no, we don't. We don't know the the letters from Hoyd to Harmony, do we? No, we don't. No, no. So we we don't know what he's asked. Uh, we can kind of judge that based on the variety of responses he's gotten. Yeah, yeah. We know he asked for help about Odium. Yeah. Because most yeah. of the shards were like, lol, no. <laughs> I guess yeah. the yeah. Harmony was the only one that who really was and, receptive. Yeah, and, and so it sounds like Hoyd got the letter that we see in Oathbringer and then sent another one back to mm-hmm. uh to say Zed. Um and now we're getting the response to that communication. Yeah, I, I assume that it was just a generic letter similar to what Hoyd sent Frost. It, that yeah. wasn't that different, but just, you know, didn't have reptile and stuff in it, right? Mm-hmm. In Way of Kings. Okay. Now for the exciting part. Mm-hmm. And I get to read this part. Yes. And we actually, we rolled a dice. We rolled a <laughs> dice to, to read see who gets to read this section. Because this yep. is, oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. For anyone who's seen Community, we just created six alternate timelines based on who <laughs> read this Let's section. Let's find out if we're in this here. <laughs> Anyway, okay. so this is the part of the letter that's like, Brandon did what? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously, though. <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Let, let's, let's do it. Endowment at least responded to my overtures, though I have not been able to locate invention again following our initial contact. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsy was not terribly useful and mercy worries me. I do think that Valor is reasonable and suggest you approach her again. It has been too long in her estimation since your last conversation. Pause for a second, Ben. Oh my God, there's four shards. We got four shards. Yeah. And it starts slow. Like you get one. It's like, oh, okay. And they're like, okay, like that's our new shard for the book. And then the next one drops and there's three more and your brain short circuits and you don't know what to do. Brandon's like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, so it's been a Cosmere drought for a bit. So I got got you, fam. Harmony is going to get you. Deluge. For for audio only listeners, I suggest coming to find that bit where Ben is reading just to see everybody's faces. (laughs) (laughs) 
Eighth so, quarter of the shards. Yeah, a quarter of the yeah. When you think about it like that, a fourth yeah. of the shards and four out of six of the ones that we don't know. Yes. So we, we almost are. now yeah. know it all took the us, It took us three stormlight books to get this many shards. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And then in one, we got <laughs> all, all, all this. It was like, hey, let's just list a bunch of shards. It does kind of crack me yeah. up. Like, Brandon can obviously give these away in any way he wants, but he's always like, well, I just can't give away intense. Like, we have to... What if I put four in? Well, no, so, so, so that, that's like... Because he thinks about the words carefully mm -hmm. and, like... Um, we'll, we'll probably talk about this later, but, oh, like... Yes. There, there have been suggestions that invention may have been called ingenuity at some point. And so, like, yeah, he, he's, he's playing with this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he also is like, I'm not going to give away shards just to anybody, too. It's not like he's always like, then, oh, I don't know the synonym. Like, he's no, clearly deciding just give not him the to. Hoid through, yeah. <laughs> through the Wanderer. We're, we're going to um, talk I, about I would this like to say, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would like to say, so when I got my hands on, on these epigraphs, like, I, I just went and read all the epigraphs at once and and obviously my head exploded yeah. and i had to to recover bits of brain from yes. from the immediate area and then i realized that i just like i retained no information about what was said in these epigraphs <laughs> the, rest the, like, no, the rest of the letter was the completely irrelevant after that drop look, the, look the we don't even sheer... need to read the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> we can play this for 90 minutes We're just we can we can do that <laughs> On a, on a different day, the rest of the letter would also have been interesting and like maybe even <laughs> worthy of an episode. But like the, sh the the sheer force of four shards getting name dropped just erased everything else from my brain, and I had to go back and like reread every epigraph slowly to actually retain things. Yes, I can't, I can't let me uh, let me finish yeah, this section. Go for it. Let me finish this section. The deaths of both devotion and dominion trouble me greatly as I had not realized this immense power we held was something that could be broken in such a way. On my world, the powers always gathered and sought a new vessel. That said, the most worrying thing I discovered in this was the wound in the spiritual realm, where ambition, mercy, and odium clashed, and ambition was destroyed. The effects on the, the, effects on the planet's threnody have been disturbing. <laughs> Other, okay. other shards. Cool. <laughs> All right. And it just keeps um, going. It just keeps going. <laughs> other shards I cannot identify and are hidden to me, which is insane. Um, I, fear, I fear that their, influences, their influence encroaches upon my world, yet I am locked into a strange inability because of the opposed powers I hold. So, autonomy. Yeah, it's got to be autonomy. Yeah. <laughs> on, for oh, but yeah. Maybe some In my head. In my head, when he can't identify them, I was like, well, he knows autonomy because we all know autonomy. It hadn't occurred to me that, oh, he probably, maybe that's what he's talking about. I thought he meant the last yeah. two. Well, also those probably too. Maybe. Oh, those two probably as well. So where do we start? <laughs> uh, well, so we don't start here. Yes. Yeah. Let's, We're finishing so we the letter. going through Let, the letter. Let's finish the letter. The letter. Because, uh, yeah. let's be honest, this is the most interesting part of the letter, uh, especially if you've been in the fandom for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we will talk about these shards in depth. <laughs> Perhaps of note is the fact that there is a spiritual wound. Yep. And just, yeah. oh, Which... there's another shard that was battling in the Threnodite system there. It's like, oh, okay. Hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, so... I, I am as concerned about this thing as, as Harmony is. 
because I don't even know how that could be a thing. What does a wound um, in the spiritual mean? And I wonder like, if that's why? manifesting as the scar. Mm. The, the sequence of red stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's mm. not near Threnody. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> the spiritual like, there's a wound in the spiritual realm that's manifesting I, as a scar in the physical realm. It seems the wound is directly impacting Threnody, so I don't know why it would be across the star cluster yeah, to yeah, impact everything Threnody, is wounded but, in the spiritual realm yeah and it Stop. and it's it's also <laughs> interesting <laughs> um it, it's also interesting that says finds what's happening on Threnody disturbing uh especially combined with nasa's comment from um from secret history about uh kelsier becoming a cognitive shadow without the proper rights so mm. there, there's there's stuff there that we can talk about later. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So moving on with the letter. I have begun searching for a pathway out of this conundrum by seeking the ideal person to act on my behalf. Somebody who someone who embodies both preservation and ruin. A sword, you might say. You can both protect and kill. But this does not get to the core of your letter. I've encouraged those who would speak to me to heed your warnings but all seem content to ignore Odium for the time being. In their opinion, he is no threat as long as he remains confined in the Lusharn system. I do not share their attitude. If you can, as you suppose, maintain Odium's prison for now, it would give us necessary time to plan. This is a threat beyond the capacity of one shard to face. Unfortunately, as proven by my own situation, the combination of shards is not always a path to greater power. We must assume that Odium has realized this and is seeking a singular, terrible goal. The destruction and somehow splintering or otherwise making impotent of all shards other than him. To combine powers would change and distort who Odium is. So instead of absorbing others, he destroys them. Since we are all essentially infinite, he needs no more power. Destroying and splintering the other shards would leave Odium as the sole god unchanged and uncorrupted by other influences i love that brandon is putting information that we knew from wobs from like 2011 that i got into the books mm -hmm. i think that's really important for brandon to do to make that yes. explicit yes. that that's what odium's plan is because mm -hmm. most people are not going to read words of brandon so this is mm -hmm. very oh, yeah. good i really like this even though we all know this already <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah sometimes it's hard to remember what we know because of wobs and what people who just yeah, read the seriously. books know and i'm like oh wait yeah which is totally about this, like you don't have to read blobs yeah. clearly. Yeah, but. going through this with with the wife has been has been you know very much a case of I don't know what I know because of what's in the books, and I don't know. I'm like, do you even know the names of all the knights radiant? And it was it was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, one one thing that I find very interesting in this is the comment about shards needing no more power because they are essentially infinite, mm -hmm. which. Mm -hmm is really nice it makes a lot of sense and it also kind of recontextualizes the fact that odium is a little bit afraid of harmony mm -hmm. right so odium wouldn't be afraid of harmony because harmony has two shards like because harmony has the juice the the investiture of two shards because we are comparing infinities in this mm -hmm. i think he would be afraid of harmony one because he's an unknown quantity and two, because maybe he thinks that two shards give the vessel more options to do things. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because like sheer amount of power. 
Yeah, because in the Cosmere, as far as we're aware, um, one person taking up two shards hasn't happened before. So that mm-hmm. kind as far of as we is know. an unpredictable. As far as we know, those last two that we now, the final two that we don't know, they could be combined in some way. But as far as we know, this hasn't happened before. So yeah, that that new element to it, where it's like, is is this is two shards more powerful or more restricted? Is something the shards don't might not know. Right. I like the thing where harmony's like i'm searching for a sword and it's like mm-hmm. hmm that's that's very interesting given uh yeah. <laughs> later books in the timeline uh because <laughs> yeah. stormlight is stormlight arc one is before mistborn era two yeah but we'll get into that a little, a little later yep yes it is it is very little before because era two takes place between the right. front and back halves. Right. Well, it, it takes place after part five. We don't know where it's going to fall. Like, it could happen after book seven. Uh, no, like, I, it, I, I think it happens in the gap. So, Brandon has said, like, it, he doesn't know exactly when it's going to fall. Okay, here we go. You say that the power itself must be treated as separate in our minds from the vessel who controls it. I find this difficult to do on an intrinsic level, as although I am neither ruined nor preservation, they make up me. Regardless, I will try to do as you suggest. However, you seem more afraid of the vessel. I warn you that this is a flaw in your understanding. You have not felt what I have. You have not known what I have. You rejected that chance, and wisely, I think. However, though you think not as a mortal, you are their kin. The power of Odium Shard is more dangerous than the mind behind it, particularly since any investiture seems to gain a will of its own when not controlled interesting mm. that like mm. in basically all of this harmony is always using the shards name right mm-hmm. uh whereas hoid's letters always refers to the vessel yes mm. yep because yeah. like that's what he knew them as so he still thinks of them as those he people personally knew those people yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is so so fascinating to me mm-hmm. it's like and it's, it's a detail like that. that like We've just I don't know about you guys, but I've just never picked up on the fact that it, the shards refer to the shards as the shards, and Hoyd always talks about the vessels. And mm-hmm. It comes harmony being like, you need to reass- you need to reassess your priorities here. Well, even endowment like, was like, oh, Uladal was gonna be a problem. So it's like it's not oh, referred yeah. to her as ambition, right? Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Hey, th- this could be something where like the old crew just uses each other's names with each other yeah. as opposed yeah. to the shards versus yeah. the mortals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I was yeah, thinking like, too. This is, this is more of a says it slash harmony thing than it is anything else. Sure. Oh, sorry, yeah, because it's like talking to these shards, they probably did introduce like, Endowment probably didn't go like, hey, I'm Edgley. It's like, hello, I am Endowment. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I like the in-book, the in-book confirmation that Hoyd refused a shard? I don't think we've had that that's, before. That's, that's another good wob that Brandon's uh, mixing yes. in. It's like, oh, and it's yep. wise. No, that was in Oath- Oathbringer. Because Endowment's in letter says, like, Endowment. you had your oh, chance, yeah. you right. refused. Uh, okay. But I like how um, Harmony's just like, yeah, no, that was a good choice. <laughs> in yeah, I, wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if Harmony's ever like, man, I wish someone else would have done this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Seizet is the kind of person who understands that he might be the best person for the job even if he doesn't want to do the job and therefore yeah. wouldn't want it to be anybody else yeah even if he doesn't like think it's great he's just a good person like that. yeah yeah 
All right, and I will finish us off with the last part of the letter, um, which says, my instincts say that the power of odium is not being controlled well. The vessel will be adapted to the power's will. And after this long, if odium is still seeking to destroy, then it is because of the power. Of course, I admit this is a small quibble, a difference of semantics more than anything. In truth, it would be a combination of a vessel's craftiness and the power's intent that we should fear most. Regardless, please make yourself known to me when you travel my lands. It is distressing that you think you need to move in the shadows. Like, please, please, Hoy. come on, let's just be friends. Why are we doing any of this? Like, I don't understand why why any of this is happening. I know. So, yeah. Um, on, on that note, it's really funny that Hoyd is the the driver who listens in on the conversation that Wax has with Harmony in either Alloy or it's, or it's yeah, shadows. Yeah, it's shadows. It's yeah, shadows. shadows. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. totally right, though. Oh. <laughs> he was right there. He was yeah. right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Like, I'm yeah, just like, feel- you stop climbing in my window. Like, I have a doorbell. Just knock. <laughs> stop it. I know. And, he's, and Hoyt's the one asking for help, too. And Harmony's just like, will you please show yourself to me? <laughs> I think there was a, a wob that we, we saw before we started recording that was someone asked, how much did Hoyt know about what Harmony did with Wax? It is just... Which is just an interesting question. I think it was just a yes. yeah. up, right? Hmm. I don't recall. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Probably, either probably a Rafu or like something to the effect of a Rafu. Yeah, like more than you think. Um, and then you're just like, oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. So I, I want to bring up, um, I think it's really interesting here, the talk that Cezad has about the the power and the vessel and the way that they interact. I think we mm-hmm. get a little more insight about that from the new Ja'anat interlude. Yes. Um, because she senses that there is... Uh, I'm trying to remember how she phrased it. It's like a flaw and a dissonance oh. between the power. And she thinks that that's a weakness that could be exploited. That yep. there's... Like, Odium wants obedience, but the power wants passion and questions and people right. talking back and pushing back. Yeah. But yeah. race doesn't like it. Yeah, not talking right. back. It's like, no, shut up. It's just, it's um, interesting to me that I feel like we saw like Vin's destructiveness when she picked up preservation, like yeah. that not marriage as like a strength. She was able to do something with the power that its old vessel couldn't. But now with Odium, the fact that he's not maybe totally in sync with the power is something that could be used against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one, one aspect of this is definitely the fact, I think, that Ray's is an old vessel. And like, because mm-hmm. I think we have a WAB confirmation that shards, like when people ascend to a shard, they can do more with that shard's power than they can years or centuries down the line. Yeah, to begin with, like, the restricted. Yeah. Um, so, like, Seizet probably can't reshape the world now the, the way he could at the moment of his ascension. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Vin, yeah. Vin could use preservation for destructive purposes a little bit, uh, not completely, mm. until she could completely. 
it wasn't necessarily like you know it was an overt attack but it wasn't a combative attack she basically went in for a hug and they your their powers destroyed each other <laughs> and then, other than it was like i am going to like stab you with a sword it was also in like myself. the name of preservation right for yeah uh, so i think that's easier to like rationalize it was a it was a nullification not a destruction yeah yeah right? yeah i guess i kind of like thinking about it myself it seems almost to me like at this point ray should have been more shaped by the intent and he should have been more in alignment because he's yeah. such an old vessel and That's so true. in my head i'm thinking more like maybe he's been like kind of like white knuckling it for ten thousand years or whatever like trying to do like hold on as hard as he can and like defy the power when it di disagrees with him and then he's become more tired and now it can kind of you know get a little more aggressive with him and a little harder for him to control as his control weakens that's why it, his it, colors are white because it's the color of his knuckle <laughs> holding out the power <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a really it's, good point though because like with ruin we just sort of like oh yeah Artie was like totally shaped right mm -hmm. by by the power <laughs> I was say eighty. We, we, there was that wobber a little while ago where I always misquote it. So hopefully I don't misquote it this time. You probably um, where it was where eighty uh, fought back against the shard and the the shard for so long yep. that he kind of didn't redirect well, right. it to pure destruction. It kind of they kind of came into a compromise. An still way into the can, can I finish the sentence that I was going to say before you well, interrupted me? me? That would be great. No, like. <laughs> It's just getting to more of, like, a decade ago, right, we saw Ruin be, we, we kind of assumed that it was very well shaped to the Shard's intent, because that's, you know, what Hoyt said, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but, like, this is just showing in book that that doesn't need to be the case, that there are still differences yeah. between the Vessel and the Shard. Like, they, they, even after these thousands of years... Race and Odium, well, Race still hasn't quite reached that equilibrium, maybe, that AT managed mm -hmm. with Ruin. So a question I do have is, do we think a vessel that is perfectly in tune with its intent is more, is more powerful than somebody who is white-knuckling it, per se? I would think I so. I would say so. How do you define yeah. powerful? I, I mean... That that is a good question. <laughs> what um, is powerful? I, Welcome to Shardcast. Welcome to Shard can Shardcast. Use their where we talk about more effectively. Yeah, and my like my just like initial gut reaction that is like if they've been shaped by the power, they're probably way more effective at doing things in accordance with that intent. So it's really more like, are you really good at one thing, or do you, are you more flexible earlier on when you haven't been as molded by it, but also probably not as good at doing that one thing and less effective, mm -hmm. but. My kind of thinking was, say, for example, with ambition, um, was if Uladar was a very ambitious person, um, then they, she might be able to think of more ways of using her power to be ambitious and would be better at using it. Someone who's not very ambitious might not be able to even like think about how you know, the, the, the options of open to them might not be as clear. So it might not be less, less not the more powerful, but just they can use the power better because they are more in tune with what they can do, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think, so. I think that does get into the question also, though, like how 
how much are you allowed to go against your own personal nature to pick up a shard? You know what I mean? If you're not an ambitious person, even if you've been, unless you've got a, a Kelsey or like Pokeball full of power on you, can you, <laughs> can you pick up that shard or is it, are you going to have some trouble? Well, like the attunement to a shard to pick it up is, is just still so weird, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. you have to be connected. I still don't yeah. understand how Seized was properly connected for both of these, but... Kelsey he had a like, really hard year. He had a hard year. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, no. sure. I'm just uh, expected to go with that, I guess. Sure, Brandon. <laughs> I am curious about... I feel like somebody must have asked this before. So you guys, feel free to pull the wab up on me and be like, lol, feather. You don't know these things. That's why you're here. But Yeah, exactly. I'm the, I'm the every person yeah. in, in this. Um, but talking about Harmony's intent... Mm-hmm. Does Harmony have an intent that is Harmony, or does Harmony yeah. have two intents that are ruin and preservation? Oh. Two intents. That's what well, I would figure. Two intents, if but he, there's some mixing. If he dropped the shard, he would drop Harmony, not ruin and preservation. Yeah, weird. So yes, but like, I think it's even here he is talking about ruin and preservation right. as yeah. distinct entities. Yeah, He's I think Harmony. Entities. I think Harmony is almost like we talk about shards being able to you know, like work against their intent just a little bit. And I think har- like Harmony is Seize's conception of what ruin and preservation together looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we have a wob that that could have been Discord or something. Or something yeah, it could have been. That's so. a scarier escape drill, but <laughs> and, and that's part of why like he can't do much is because those two intents are pulling in opposite directions. Yeah, right. that was something, something that they both agree on is hard. That that was yeah. actually one of the things when I got this information about Odium. It's like, oh, he wants to destroy all the shards. And uh, I asked Brandon, oh, so is like Seizet fine? And he's like, no, Seizet is not fine. <laughs> uh, he is still being pulled in those two directions. He he mm-hmm. he Do described we- it like a tidal forces. Like you're still yeah. being pulled just in two directions, not just one. Do we think that like millennia down the line of like holding these powers together, like he could align them in a way that has like a singular harmonious intent? How My opinion is no. That's I, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so too. That feels yeah. like Barry a nice project a for him to work on. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so it's it's really weird for me to think about Harmony's intent because I always associate the intent with inactivity because of Seized's inability to to do much, but that's that's almost just preservation, right? So preservation wouldn't want things to change, and Seized is not capable of making many changes uh, because of of his unique nature, and so I wonder if him being harmony will lead to something more overtly destructive down the line like maybe maybe he needs to be kind of a, a give and take type of shard mm-hmm. in a in a more Ooh. active way so preserve something destroy something yeah, I, I think maybe i think he's kind of, in my head he's already kind of doing a little bit of that with mm-hmm. with having wax be his ruin quote unquote and Tensoon being his preservation like and he's kind of like okay i can wield these two things as tools individually and probably have to balance some sort of scale in there in terms of how much I use one or the other. But I think that would be allowed within the concept of harmony that he's 
keeping he's allowed to take actions to preserve some sort of harmony instead of just sit there because he did he did fight back against the things that happened he did send in agents to prevent things but he's just kind of he's not a direct action guy alex your question about can Sezed like meld those powers more is just such a really interesting question and I think we're not going to get answers to it because this is the core of the Cosmere, right? The shards, yeah, what's what's going on with that? Because mm. our conception of vessels and stuff is changing. Like vessels do have some effect, but I've always been of the opinion that like the shards always going to win, right? In the end. like mm. it's, it's, In the end, yeah. You're not going to... I don't think Sezed's going to be able to do that much, really. Like I think... Mm the intermingling is somewhat a force of will, but just more a consequence of being held by the same person. Like anyone, the the powers would have started to intermingle just because he is made up of both of those things. Like when you're a shard, your body's vaporized, whatever that means, right? And you're just like pure energy investiture, right? Of the shards. And now it's both of them. And so you obviously have to be intermingled somewhat. Right, so mm. kind of like that. I don't know how much Sezed can make something like that happen more. I would probably yeah. say not much. See, I think I'm going to go against the grain here and say I think that he would be able to do something like that because we've seen smaller units of investiture be able to be combined, like recombined again. And I can't remember who it was, but someone in Discord the other day pointed out that like one of Brandon's big themes for the Cosmere is rebirth. Yep. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, and resurrection. And so in my head, I see that all being very thematically similar. And people don't like the reassemble Aiden Alcium, but different theory. But that seems like that'd be very fitting with a rebirth type. I mean, theory. I think that's definitely a plausible end of the cost yeah. here, right? Like, yes. it is. Says it pretty much says. Uh, so, uh, sorry, go, going back to uh, the vessel being taken over by the shard. Sezad says as much in this letter. He says that if Odium is seeking to destroy, it is because of Odium. It is not because of Rays after all this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just really interesting. I'm, I'm so interested to see like Vessel versus Shard, how much they're affected, how much they're not, mm-hmm. and like Autonomy is doing weird crap with everything. <laughs> and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's just really weird. We're going to explore this over a lot of books. So these are the questions yeah. that we need to ask, I think. That Brandon mm-hmm. will just auto raffo, and he should, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. the purpose of a storyteller. Yep. Yep. I, I really. This reminds me of when he did that uh, Reddit post where he said, "I'm writing." When we asked, we asked him about a bunch of shard vessel stuff. Oh, the patch thing. He, yeah, 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 yeah. The patch thing. And then he said, "I'm I'm writing these big, massive fantasy epics to explore this this these <laughs> concepts, and that's yeah. what we're getting here. We're getting him exploring these concepts. We're getting, we're getting shards. Yes, please. So, oh, speaking yeah. of shards. No. David. Oh, I was going to say, oh, other thing. Do we want to talk about Harmony's sword real quick? Just Yeah, why don't we do that? Because we're, we're talking about Harmony. So let, let, yeah. let's do yes. that. So when I read this line, I was immediately reminded of Wax. That, like, this yes. is what Wax... Same. This is what Harmony is planning to do. He's like, wow, I can't act, but uh, what if we could get someone to act? And he's, like, formulating this and... And then wax is the uh, result. I also thought of wax. I disagree. Yeah. Because I think that a we've seen wax portray wax portrayed as his ruin, not preservation specifically, which mm-hmm. could change. I'll give that. Mm-hmm. But 
the plot arc that Wax is on is Wax is going to end up a responsible senator in the city of Elendel. And it's going to be doing like that's where he's headed. Like that's what Wax's arc has been about. Is I'm not going to be this active like actiony guy. Like I need to learn my responsibility. Sure, right. and do yeah. So unless unless what he wants from Wax is a sword is to be a really really good senator, <laughs> I don't see it being Wax. So I I do think Wax is involved with this. I don't know if Wax is end game goals for Harmony. He like, could be a prototype. Like yeah. He is a, yeah. Like, I, I think that. <laughs> Poor Wax. Be. First attempt. Harmony <laughs> <laughs> is trying to figure it out. Like, and Wax is kind of it's the true, first though. person that I was gonna he say, is choosing I'm already, to do this with. I'm already not happy with how Harmony treats Wax and what he's done to his life. Um, and so if this was all just a test run and he's going to throw him away and just, you know, be like, ah. I tried. In Sazed's <laughs> defense, I don't think he is thinking of it as a test rod. Like he is earnestly trying to make Wax into this sword. I, I just yeah. don't know if he's going to be successful. I think in Lost Metal, <laughs> we're going to realize that uh, Harmony has failed in what he's did. You know and what? We're, we're not going to see Wax in like Era 3 or Era 4 as like Harmony's dude. Right? Like yeah. I think it's not going to go well or he's going to die or something. I don't know. Or just refuse uh, Harmony. I'd rather it be like Marasi or something, or have this be direct foreshadowing for Era Three. It could kind of well be foreshadowing for Era Three. Mm-hmm. I or have a like, thought. Turn it into like preservation sword into an office that, like, okay, like bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> you are preservation harmony's sword now, and when you get old and tired, like it passes on to someone new to take up that. Yeah, that's a, a mantle. Cool. You know, that's See, a great thought, name for yeah. a Skadrian spaceship, Harmony's Sword. <laughs> See, I just imagined like an actual office building and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but, but it's a valid point. Like, yeah. So my thought was, so Harmony, Harmony, the wielder of preservation and ruin, is interested in creating a sword, a champion, if you will, although this is a, a charged term, which <laughs> may or may not apply. Right. Uh, and yeah. so, so somebody, somebody who can protect and, and, um, so somebody who can defend and also attack. And I'm, and I'm thinking, well, that somebody will probably need to be uniquely connected to ruin and preservation. And there is one of those walking around. Marsh? No. <laughs> Kelsier. No. no. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, Har- Harmony's anti Kelsier. He's like, nah. He didn't let him come and, back. He's and, like, no. And I and I, I get that there are objections to this idea, and I'm not entirely so. I hate how much myself. I like this. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, but it seems fuzzy. Uh, well, that's what that was that was me with the uh with the unmade don shards theory from a while back. Kelsier as a shard blade is he becomes literally <laughs> Harmony's sword. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. Harmony's Kelsier, like, Kelsier bonds with Wax as his friend. <laughs> Hoyd goes to Skadriel and tells Harmony about shard blades. It's like, look, this is how you do it. What's up? 
Uh, the, these five scholar these guys, they didn't do super great at it, but you, you're a shard. You could, you could just fashion one of these. Honor did. What went wrong with the heralds? Nothing. Nothing went wrong. <laughs> the heralds are fine. Why, why do you ask? Oh, Everything gosh. was fine. I will say, um, if uh, Harmony's looking for a person who can both protect and kill, and kill to protect, maybe he shouldn't be looking for a sword. Maybe he should be looking for a spear. I think he would get along well with Kaladin. <laughs> you know, just like Windrunner Oaths, that's exactly what you need for that person, right? Yeah, I definitely think that that is a red herring Brandon is intending on people to make. <laughs> I think he wants people to think he's talking about Kaladin here. Yeah. But I don't oh. think it could be. I, I, I don't think it's think actually it Kaladin. Yeah. I just think no, Kaladin would no. fit this bill if he was mm-hmm. over on Skadriel. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing about this, too, the way we're talking about this, is if it's a person, is it almost sounds like someone who could also inherit the shard. Is we're like, oh, they'll be equally protect, like connected to rune and preservation, like all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. that does sound like a proto vessel to me. Where you're like, oh, you know, if we needed, if we needed to hand this off to somebody, that would be crazy. Yeah, but he's not. He's not talking about inheritance here. He's talking about an agent. Mm-hmm. But there, they, like, and that's I agree with that. But there can be multiple benefits of doing this, and one of the way we're talking about this sounds to me like somebody who would also be a good candidate for the shard. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of shards, the, I don't mean to cut this harmony conversation because, like, this is new harmony lore. That's that's exciting because we still don't have lost metal, right? So I was like, oh my god, uh, <laughs> oh my harmony. Uh, but what if we? <laughs> Talk about the new shards and let's nerd out about these thrilling new shards. Let's start with invention. The worst of them. Uh, (laughs) The other other four and three and tens are way cooler than invention. Invention's like, all right, we kind of knew about it. We just got to this topic and you're already throwing down gauntlets like that. <laughs> well, you, you see, Alex, we, we've we had a few podcasts where we talk about uh, ingenuity. Uh, paleo. You guys have a podcast? Yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> well, Brandon, I'm like, I'm kidding. slided the word maybe ingenuity. And then later in 2018, I asked about ingenuity and he just gave me. He just paused a long time and then said, Raffo. Yeah. So I always, yeah. The maybe ingenuity was in terms of like, what shard would he hold? Mm. So. Was, yeah. Wasn't the ingenuity thing, like, didn't that come from uh, the, an interview with like the Bulgarian publisher or something? No, it, it was, was at the Sofia signing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, so I think invention is if ingenuity was a shard, like I think invention is that same shard, and just yes, Brandon yes, just toyed absolutely. with the the name of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm um, I'm really glad he did because I never liked ingenuity. Like no, oh, I liked so it, it way just, more. I liked it. It too. never sat right with me. I always yeah, I thought you're weird. It was yeah, I know. Well, it was just <laughs> kind of weird because because I didn't like it because it one of the things I thought was it felt too technical, too man-made. But then like okay. he's he's leaned into that harder and I kind of I'm like, okay, ingenuity to me felt like it could also have been like a creativity kind of thing. But invention is like very specifically this is about, you know, coming up with solutions to problems using the tools available kind of thing. You know, it is it is 
invention. It's inventing things. It's it is mechanical. It is technical. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. It's 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 clarified the ambiguity I think ingenuity had. And so I yeah. much prefer invention. I do think it like if there is also another hypothetical chart there that is about wisdom, I think it more strongly delineates between the two than That's ingenuity and wisdom. What That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If there is a wisdom yeah. chart. Yeah. I find myself uh, my, thinking of, oh, go ahead. My brain short circuit. <laughs> my brain short circuit for a moment <laughs> when you perfect. when you said ambiguity, Ben, and I was like, "Wait, ambiguity? <laughs> that would be a crazy shot. That's whimsy. Oh, Come gosh. on, <laughs> I'm ambiguity. I don't know what's going on. Well, am I? Maybe I am ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, invention shard definitely makes me think about Hoyd's little treatise about novelty, about what mm. do what do men is it prize mm. most or value most fi- value most? Thank you. Um, and it's like doing something new for the first time. It's novelty is how he puts it. But I think that could would also be a philosophy very in line with invention and. Yeah. And so to get a more technical definition, why not? We went to Merriam-Webster. Yep. <laughs> and so th- this is going to be a summary of events, uh, of definitions, not intents, <laughs> but also intents. Uh, so invention is something that was invented, not helpful. Okay, thanks. <laughs> the act or process of inventing, which we'll get into the definition of inventing. <laughs> and then productive imagination, which is interesting. Interesting. And then the definition of invent is to produce for the first time through the use of imagination or of ingenious thinking and experiment <laughs> or to devise by thinking. Oh, you know what I just thought? You know, it'd be terrible if like invention was like creating a sword. He probably went through a ton of prototypes. <laughs> that that yeah, would not go like... well for the, uh, for the, the prototypes. Feather, you probably might know this. What's the sword from the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children that out has, which is like 11 swords? And I turn, have not it's, it's like one sword. Final Fantasy, actually. Oh, we need gray in here. Oh, no, it's great. It's okay. Yep. Yeah, it reminds me of that sword where it's like a sword, but it's actually 11 swords, and the 11 swords all do different things, and it turns into one big sword that does, does other things. <laughs> that seems like an invention kind of sword to me. I, I, I love this shard intent because, like, Aiden Nalcium's, the, the shards are the aspects of divinity, right? And this idea of, like, intelligent design. Well, there's the word design in it, right? So, like, this invention is like, yo, if I am going to create new life forms, uh, let's just create some. What's up? And uh, mm-hmm. to do specific thing. And it's, it's like that shard. And I like that. And also, like, engineering-iness. And I, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I, I always go right to, like, you know, oh, how would a person gain access to their magic system? And I'm like, do they have to? You have to invent Ooh. something. Like you have to be cl- like. You have to I mean, be Navani. Like, does it help to yeah. invent? Invent? You know, it's like kite magic system. Um, <laughs> well, I gotta bring this up. We're bringing kites up. Don't you worry. <laughs> as 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 we dissect this intent, uh, I'm reminded of a word of Brandon, which. I'm being repeatedly reminded of on the Discord recently, um, where Brandon describes shardic intents as 
a combination of a natural force and some human aspect, right? So mm-hmm. honor is the the big quotes natural force of bonds and oaths and and connectedness, but also the human aspect of like, well, honor and goodness and like th- this this kind of stuff. Sure. And so I'm trying to think what kind of natural force or like made up magical Brandon natural force would invention sounds almost like evolutiony to me evolutiony creation almost almost creation that's like cultivationy too i was gonna say i could be treading on her toes well cultivation is change growth like direct growth yeah Yeah. directed change Mm mm-hmm well, I th- I'm thinking devotion and dominion, though, are, don't really have a natural, you know, kind of representative in the re- natural world. They are very much man-made things to, yeah. you know, to, to hold dominion and to hold division of something. Mm-hmm. You know, those are very... It's kind of control, though. At least dominion is kind of... Dominion is kind of control. Like, ownership. Yeah. And, so, and devo- devotion is almost the opposite of that. The, the like, giving up of of uh, mm. of agency i am reminded of brandon's tour speech from i don't remember which tour where he talked about creativity <laughs> and how like when you shuffle a deck the ch- chances are it's a combination that has never existed in the history of the universe so what if it's it's that new things always happen sort of thing mm. That sounds well, terrifying like to live on that world. New <laughs> <laughs> yeah. things every day on an invention planet. <laughs> I will say, of the new aspects that we just got, I think invention may be the one that would be like the scariest to me. I disagree. Ooh, They're all scary for different reasons. We'll <laughs> but I mean, this is the this is the planet that's going to get a nuclear bomb first. This is oh, where yeah. your yeah. mad scientists are going to get power. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of very inventive things that are very divorced from morality. Mm-hmm. When you think about like, if, mm, yeah, you know, if I was, yeah. if I was the main character of a, experiment, like if, if I was the main character of a space opera that someone was writing, uh, I would not want to be against the guys who have the shard of invention yep. behind yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Like, yeah. We, we have a mad scientist character in rhythm of war yep that's true we do well how how mad she is is subject of debate that is true we have an evil scientist in rhythm of war <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay yeah okay so the our mention of invention in the okay. letter is i know it rhymes fun uh that harmony has not been able to locate invention again following initial contact. So there was initial contact. There was initial so, contact, but like a location's an issue, which is interesting. Yeah. We know that there is a shard that is not on a planet. Mm. We do. Aren't there, aren't there a couple shards? That, see, I don't, I don't know all the nameless shards that we know like one fact about and which <laughs> ones could possibly be the same shard and which ones possibly can't be. But I thought there was like a dead one in space and there was like an alive one in space, but I could be wrong. That sounds I, about right. I don't. I could be wrong that. with the dead one. There's, I, definitely I, I, there's one in space and there's the one who wants to hide and survive. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm just like turning the silver light is where a dead shard is thing into my own mental <laughs> canon. That's possible. I don't think yeah, that's possibly. Canon. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be the god of like a people who live entirely on a huge fleet of spaceships, invention would probably be a good god to have. Yeah. Because yes. you could that just keep creating awesome. cool things. Oh my god, that sounds <laughs> incredible. There you go. That's my theory for this. For this. That That's reminds so me, because Brennan, one of Brennan's nebulous works that will hopefully eventually be written is Adamant, which mm-hmm. is, oh. takes place in space. It's, the picture is Science of the Lambs, but in space, which he has mentioned possibly wanting to slip into the Cosmere. I haven't heard about that in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he hasn't mentioned it in a very long time, and it makes <laughs> me very sad. More. So it's like that—that that would be interesting. I wonder if invention might be connected to Silverlight now. Now that it got mentioned, uh, I don't—I don't know if Silverlight is particularly known for like inventing things, but they are a community of scholars. Well, they are a community of scholars plus more people around them. Mm-hmm. There are scholars, mm-hmm. many scholars there. Mm-hmm. Like well-known Cosmere scholars are there, and maybe Frost. Who knows? Mm. I I'm pretty sure Frost is still on Yulin because he's not a world hopper. Mm. Eh, yeah. Oh, true. Fair. That's a good point. Mm. Fair. But regardless, like the the, the point stands. Yeah, yeah. No, like mm-hmm. that's totally. I think that's totally plausible. I I'm curious why it would bother responding to Cezade once and then choose not to when the other ones seem to have either decided to like leave him on red or yeah yeah or be like hey what's up. Well, that's like, how do the shards communicate in this way? Like, I the, I think yeah. there's some information that we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I I don't think they communicate via letters. Yeah, uh, except there are letters. The Silverlight Post Service. Come on, oh, I mean, like, you, you just like, you do you like stories about that mailroom, like weird rhythms ex- in the spiritual realm or some crap. I don't know. You exist yeah. mostly in the spiritual realm, and so do they. And everywhere's the same place in the spiritual realm. I'm surely like there is a an an easy way to immediately speak like face to face with them. Kind well, of. I'm sure there's spiritual mumbo jumbo about how that can't work because yeah, you can't. there's a wound in the spiritual realm. Right, and, like that makes it too easy. Like, no, I can't let them do that. Yeah. yeah like well, maybe, maybe invention doesn't want to be contacted. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think the reason there are letters is because they're writing them to a person who is a person and not a shard. Exactly. That's, that's what all these communications. I'm pretty away. sure if a shard was open to being communicated and not actively disguising itself from another shard that they could probably make some sort of contact. I, I tend to agree. Like they have so much power that should be possible, especially with the power of spiritual mumbo jumbo. Like yeah. that's limitless. The it is limitless. <laughs> that's the most powerful <laughs> shard of all. Um, I, I did wonder if maybe Sezed had made contact with invention shortly after his ascension maybe and he was just because like he was reaching out into the cosmere and then he was trying to to figure out how things are right and like he got the name adenauseum and yolan and things like that and so maybe that was the initial contact and now that he's trying to talk to invention about odium well what if what if invention is the shard that wants to hide and survive and so 
says it's like, hey, hey, can we talk about the Odium? And eventually, nope, 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 nope. I could see that, but my read of this letter is that all of these reach outs that says it has been doing are directly in response to Hoyt telling him you should talk to the other shards. That's so I don't. Yeah, that was my initial read, but it's just an interesting line where it's endowment at least responded to my overtures, though I have not been able to locate invention again following our initial contact. I think there is room that that initial contact wasn't well. They could have had an initial contact and then he tried to reach out again. That is plausible, but But I think that most of these are reaching out on direct. It could be something like endowment helped Sezed find invention the first time, but now well, and that could be the connection between the two. And it does just say, I've reached out to the others and received a variety yeah. of responses. And so like, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, there's wiggle room for sure. I just realized um, endowment probably really likes harmony because endowment was really petty <laughs> about people breaking the rules and having more yes. than one shard on a world. It's like, cool, you fix that problem. Let's be friends. Also, yeah. Invention has a fleet of spaceships, so we're also buddies. Because <laughs> I love that. Thing. I love that theory, <laughs> Alex. I really, I really great. like that because I don't know why, but for some reason in my brain, now that you have that stuck in my brain, I'm like, why would Invention just be located why on not? a single planet when you could just not do that mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> build spaceships, spaceships. in? Like, yeah. you save that investiture and just build awesome Cosmere spaceships and just go around in world ships all the time. Theory, Eric. Cognitive anomaly is the world ships in orbit around Nalthus's sun. Boom! <laughs> well, that's possible, all their minds, all their yeah. minds create an anomaly right there. That yeah. That, oh, mm, that's there good. Go. I like that. It, it's It's really out there, but I like that. It's confirmed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you, in case you forgot, listeners, on the Nalthus star chart, there's a weird cognitive anomaly that is in Nalthus's ring around the the planet, and we don't know what that means. Oh, we never will. In the Nalthus space, because endowment and invention are friends. <laughs> yes. it's all yes. coming together. <laughs> endowment seems like a very sort of like petty. Like I followed the rules, and if you didn't follow the rules, you're dead to me. Um, oh, in my I totally, book, yeah, I totally. I blocked you on shard Twitter. <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah. Absolutely. How every other, like almost every other shard, did pair up in some way. I'm kind of like. Like that we know of. Well, like I wonder if Peru Innovation, Division Dominion. And, uh, I wonder if these shards that are mentioned are just ones that were on their own place and like we're not gonna get their own world about it. So I, I just wonder yeah. how Brandon's gonna f- get them into things. Brandon has said that most of the shards were alone. It just so happened like we visited all the places where there are multiple shards because okay. that's where interesting things are happening. And like Brandon said at a live stream that's like, oh, you've seen most of, like, the impressive Cosmere magic. And I was like, Invention could have such cool magic. So before we leave off to the next chart, there is one last thing I want to bring up about Invention, and that is the, like, the directed design aspect of it. Because whenever I think of Invention, I don't think of, like... So I don't think of evolution. Because evolution is not directed evolution is random and it just happens right. that the, the best traits survive because they are randomly the best right invention mm-hmm. is it's more engineering it's yeah. you have a problem and you go i will 
create a solution to this problem. Or you have an idea and you go, I want something to manifest that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's the shard of engineering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the evolution was just me trying to fit that into your more natural. You're like, it yeah, has like yeah, a right. human side and a natural side. I don't think it yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. is similar. Yeah, but I think um, in invention and cultivation would be the best at looking to the future and the best yeah. at planning. That's true. I wonder if invention mm. is also good at seeing the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. That'd be a good dual question. shard. What if, what if yeah, all of be, invention's yeah. problems, invention like sees a problem and it's like, what if I can build a world ship to solve this? A giant spaceship. How can I have giant spaceships be the solution to this problem? <laughs> but, real so, real one-track mind, you yes. know. The vessel's <laughs> very one-track. Leaving the giant spaceships. I wonder, like, imagine if, if, if Invention had a world, right? And everything in that world has, like, this incredibly specific... Per- and, like, all yeah. the creatures and all the people there mm-hmm. are designed... For one, and it's it's like this oh, massive, so almost cool. like a clockwork machine. Yeah, where oh, that sounds awesome. everyone knows what their purpose is. Everyone mm. goes about their and like, and so it's it's almost dystopian in the way that yeah. I think of it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't awesome. need to be, um, because like you are not like you're not deviating from your purpose because there's no reason for you to deviate from your purpose. Like you were already doing the most optimal thing for you. Westworld season uh, three. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I, that like, sounds um, so cool. Dad will get it. But yeah. the idea of a clockwork planet is extremely That's really cool. cool. That oh, sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah. We don't have enough books for all these shards, Brandon, but I, I have yeah. faith that he knows how these 16 things would fit it together because if he didn't need 16, he wouldn't have made him be 16 of them. Yeah, 16 True. is a lot. 16 yeah, is I a think- lot. I expect to see at least like three or four primarily through that space age trilogy where we're just like, Oh, here's the culture from this planet. And they've got this shard. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, you know, you can do the whole clockwork planet. You don't need to set a series on there. They can just be like, Oh, these guys are cool. Yeah. You know? We visited yeah. this place and that's, that place is crazy. That's awesome. Or everybody yeah. thinks it's terrifying. Or it's everyone like, oh, it's thinks terrifying. it's terrifying. It's like, Ooh, you have no freedom <laughs> to do anything. They have entirely converted their original planet into spaceships <laughs> and are now like, it could be like advanced cyberpunk world like if he can't get a cyberpunk uh era on skadriel just have invention have a cyberpunk planet because it's like oh there's yep. humans but it's like they're all like cyborgs you know whatever they love it the planet most likely <laughs> to have optimal. sentient cosmere robots Avoid working Definitely. with invention to push the instant noodles to skate real quicker. <laughs> <laughs> top theory. We have forget about odium. Theories. Forget about odium. That's, that's, that's what the red mist is. Is just invention mm, trying to get yes. the idea of instant noodles. <laughs> and Harmony's like, no <laughs> noodles. This cannot be allowed. <laughs> they have to figure it out on their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's actually i mean obviously we joke but that puts harmony and invention in a really fascinating conflict where harmony is trying to be like very hands-off let the people do their own thing and invention might be the kind of shark who's like i know best that might be why invention they made initial contact and invention's like nope we we are not gonna get along this this guy i do not like him nope i'm out 
Um, they're moving the world ships over to Skadriel. Yeah, but but that's actually a really interesting juxtaposition because you could have invention whatever society they build be like some sort of antagonist in Space Age Cosmere, right? To Skadrians, oh. if we're in Skadrian. Point of Ooh, view. Yeah. Okay. Invention people being the ones that are trying to raise up the six of dust people while harmony aligned people are the Ooh, ones going. Ooh, that's good. You know, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. We've got our, our Star Trek, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I forgot the actual term for that because I'm not a Star Trek fan. Prime directive. Prime directive. Prime directive. There it is. That's pretty good. Yeah. I've never liked the ones above are Scadrians theory because I, I, I hate it. They brought Chowda. They're clearly a mix of cultures. <laughs> How- I really got to read Sixth of Dusk sometime. <laughs> it's so good, Alex. Eric, I know. I just haven't finished it. <laughs> so, invention's cool. I do think the least interesting of the four stars <laughs> that I want to talk about, to be Ooh. honest. I'm so excited to talk about Whimsy. And the only reference we get is Whimsy was not terribly useful. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Harmony says. So the definition of Whimsy is the quality or state of being whimsical. Hey, okay. Unhelpful Excellent. definition. So what is... How appropriate whimsical <laughs> subject to erratic behavior or unpredictable change or <laughs> resulting from or cra- characterized by whim or caprice oh good again unhelpful so what is a whim which is <laughs> we're going deep in shardcast this is the shardcast episode where it's like we're reading definitions what is this well now you'll know yeah it's like i, I was searching for these definitions this was the one where it's like, okay, but I need more information. Search for a new word. But the definition of whim deeper. is a capricious or eccentric and often sudden idea or turn of the mind. <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, this to me is the most terrifying sounding show. Absolutely. <laughs> but you, you do not want to be on the whimsy planet where the shards like, yeah, so your, your city is cool and all, but what if we just did this instead? And then we just remade it all. And it's like, oh, it's okay, just like, yeah, now we're here. You just wake up every day and there's something different. You wake up and like it's raining cats and dogs, or the next day you just don't have legs. Like, like it's damn. Yeah. The, the rules <laughs> just don't horror shard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I just in some ways feel things should be different because I feel they should. What's up? What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, <laughs> but like in terms of like aspects of divinity, oh, like yeah, I, I think this is playing off of like trickster god yeah where it's like mm-hmm. trickster gods it's like it's all fun and games until they swap your insides and your outsides <laughs> to see what will happen and yeah. it's not good yeah Whim- whimsy would just literally like remake whatever they want because they thought it would be funny mm-hmm. yep it's yep. really interesting to me that you guys are all like invention is super cool and amazing and i'm like invention scares me <laughs> And then you guys are all like super afraid of whimsy. And for me, like the term whimsy invokes like joy and happiness and (laughs) playfulness. And I mean, I think the, I think I would probably fall in line with Seizad. Like it just doesn't sound useful. I don't think it sounds bad. Just probably not going to be a lot of. I think most of the time it is this like sparking joy and all of that. 
but there is the potential that this could go very bad very yeah. quickly. It, whimsy, yeah. like to me, and like that aspects of divinity, it's like almost like a childlike, like sense of mm-hmm. wonder, almost. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I I just love that this is this aspect of divinity because it's like we we have so many serious ones, and so like having yeah. one that is mm-hmm. not great. serious is great. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I was hoping for kind of an out there shard, you know, and not like like oh like duty or like something kind of stayed. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, and like um, it it goes into the idea of like and like these are all theoretically good things. The the intense like mm-hmm. when they're all together, mm-hmm. right? Anyone on their own like can be good or it can be bad. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with the premise of this. How so? I, I don't I don't think the combination of the sixteenth shards is necessarily good. Well, just they, they come together to become become a complete whole. Is yeah, more what okay. I meant. It's the context, like going back to Frost's letter, right? Like mm-hmm. divine hatred separated from the context, and so like whimsy yeah. alone. Maybe we just don't like ramp whimsy up to a hundred percent. It's like that's yeah, a lot of like, whimsy. The, the reason I find it scary is is like you have the the divine divine whimsy is is kind of when you look at like gods that were created in mythology or like that's kind of what this it, these represent is these divine attributes humans create. And so like the gods you assume are like the ones that are the whimsical ones are there to explain random stuff that just happens in your life. You know, it's like, oh, oh that's true. My, my house got blown down in a, in a thing. And it's like, oh, that's the, that's the god of whimsy. Just blew your house yeah. down on a whim. That, that's that's, that's, that's that why it scares me. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. whimsy's there to, the divine, divine whimsy is there to explain random stuff that happens in your life that you can't control. And that is scary to me. <laughs> Ancient gods are notoriously capricious. That is one of the words that we heard a few times in the description. Yeah, um, capricious is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's no, it's it's and, and and I I think you you put it best. It's doing stuff because it sounds fun at the very moment, and what sounds fun today might not sound fun tomorrow, or it might. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I could definitely see this as being a planet that and a a shard that tries to cultivate like a childlike wonder mm-hmm. and Kite doesn't magic. really think about like responsibility very much. Mm-hmm. Like this is the dead poet society shard that is just telling you to carpe diem <laughs> and live your dreams live and write poetry. Live your best life. Like, probably not going to make super successful societies overall. <laughs> I'm just, but yeah, I, I think Brandon's talked about this world where there's kite magic and that it is Cosmere. Whimsy, great candidate for that. I don't know what the kites are going to be involved with, but I want Invention to be like this super uh, cyberpunk place. And so I don't want kites. That's silly. So like, I would have loved a world with Invention and Whimsy together. (laughs) Well, they could be. They could be. That's the thing. They could be. But... I'm, I, um, or to them to have been like siblings, like the s- vessels to be siblings. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh my God. Kind of like a shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had a theory that maybe the vessel of whimsy is maybe a child of one of the other 16, uh, the other vessels. And so like, Ooh. and so like they ascended like 
as they're like no more than 13 years old. A child vessel would be interesting. Yeah. It True. would be. Mm. I feel like I'm strongly opposed to, to the concept of the original vessels going to destroy their god and somebody brings their, like, this is not take a child to work day. <laughs> Probably not, so. but there had to have been some, like, you know, Hoyd was supposed to take one, and if they knew they were going to be 16, <laughs> maybe something did not go quite according to plan. Well, we, did, we don't know when he refused. He might have refused, like, early in the planning process so they Who could knows? adapt. But just saying, like, we know think- there's... It's the town situation. Somebody somebody tapped go, in and just thinking the town this situation. Didn't go according to plan. I'm gonna I'm just gonna assume that killing God didn't go according to whatever their plan was. I mean, you guys thought of the town situation. I thought of the how old was Ash when the honor pact started question. Uh, and the oath pact, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Honor pact. I'm getting kicked <laughs> off Shardcast. Same, same diff. <laughs> Look, you're cast. not as bad as Ben and Lucy. You can attach <laughs> the word me. honor or oath to any to any King other Idris, noun ben. King Idris. King Idris. <laughs> That's a name. Oh, oh. I, I think whimsy is one of the shards where the vessel would have the most influence over the shard. Because, like, a, a mm-hmm. good person taking up whimsy i think would turn out closer to what i uh, feather is thinking a more like neutral or not so good person it would be bad yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that seems like it definitely depend on the vessel Mm -hmm. i I so. just wonder if the Whimsy Society is just like a dead planet. Like they Whimsy tried and it just completely failed. The dead Whimsy Society. <laughs> the dead Whimsy Society. <laughs> like, like it just burned down. We, we tried. We, we kept trying to make civilization and it just didn't work. I wonder why. Maybe yeah. because I change things every day. I don't know. Or this yeah. could be the shard that's not on a planet because they keep traveling the Cosmere to see new things. They don't. Oh, that's true. Ooh, yeah. Don't want to oh, they don't want to settle down. Single planet's not interesting enough. Ooh, that that's true though, because they would want to explore and just like, no, I don't mm-hmm. want to be locked to a place. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, <laughs> I I have some some thoughts. Uh huh. So when I first read this, I was so I was immediately drawn to the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Yep. Personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. That that like whimsy sounds like a Mad Hatter to me. Yup. And then somebody brought up a character from the Skyrim games. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my Geogorath? Yeah. yeah I want to say yeah. Which it, which is also very much a Mad Hatter type of thing. Like is mm-hmm. uh, he's a god or a godling or somebody with power, and he's got his Daedric own Prince. Pocket. I think is the term of, of madness. Um, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's he's got his own pocket dimension, and like things change all the time, and like reality itself is not stable in there. Some huh. sections are fantastic and beautiful, and some are just horrific and infernal flames and all that. He gives so, you gives you a weapon which you you point at things and it can turn anything into anything else, just turn anything and it anything just else in the game transforms yeah. them. Yeah, uh, okay. like these are these are interesting personalities. I can see as as whimsy so you're you're i can never say his name shigarath whatever like his 
like mentioning that kind of made me think because if i remember rightly he was like a deity of order before and turned into like mm-hmm. the crazy thing and so that makes think me so. think honor and whimsy not getting along not you know like between someone who's like, like like i'm all about my word and someone who's like i am whimsy i change my like, word are, every day like if, if there's an opposite to honor out there that's, that's more compelling true. than OVM to me like going off of eric's theory that this is the child of one of the other shards the one of the only couples we know of is cultivation and honor Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What if this is their kid? They're I, like, we're just going to let them do what they want. We don't need to come it, to Rishar. It might not yeah. be one of the vessel's kids, but a young, a much younger vessel mm-hmm. that is maybe childlike. Like, I really like that theory. Uh, mm-hmm. Which we'll is Brandon completely throws this out, and it's some old dude. Just like, <laughs> may, uh, imagine, <laughs> imagine the shattering. And like they have somebody like they have the 16 that they planned for and they break a nauseum and there is this kid who's the village trickster or whatever prankster who's been following the original vessels because they are interesting and like has been hiding in the rocks or whatever like home alone. You know that I mean, kid bit. that they miscount yeah, no. in Home Alone? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and like a chunk of divine power just drops and the kid's like, oh, what's this? And they're I like, mean, you need to go. It does seem like it would have been a good shard for Hoyd if Kinda. Hoyd had to pick up a shard. Kinda. Like, maybe that was the one that got left over. He wanted so... endowment, but mm-hmm. he definitely strikes me as a whimsy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Tricksters. Trickster God, yeah. Trickster. Yeah. I do want to point out that I think this would be like our second shard child because we know that invention has to be the child of necessity, which has to okay, sorry. I no, I literally <laughs> made that joke earlier. <laughs> no, well necessity is in, is the mother of invent okay. I, exactly. no, I almost did that, Alex. Defense. No boo. That was Somebody had to. Somebody had Somebody. to. Oh my god. If there's um, not a ship in uh, in era four called the Mother of Invention, I'm like, you know. <laughs> Those, these are great names for uh shard ships. No, when we get Dragon Seal, which is the backstory, mm-hmm. and we get see the person who will become invention, we have to meet their mother. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. If we don't, just, oh man, Brandon. It's like, no, we need Brandon. to know what their mother is. The mother of invention. Please. Brandon does leave out mothers a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. He, does. he does. Slowly getting better. Even when they're alive. <laughs> I had uh, I had one last thought on Whimsy. Uh, probably has the worst future sight of all the shards. I'm gonna go oh. with probably oh. that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. And I I don't think they care. Yeah. I don't think they care. The yeah, they don't care about the future. Every day is a new day. Why predict the future? I don't know what's going to happen the next day. It'll be whatever I want it to be. I actually just had the thought of like, oh, well, what if one of the unknown shards is like historical preservation? And then I realized one of our shards is preservation, but preservation <laughs> was actually pretty good at seeing the future. Why is that? That's weird. Should preservation be bad at it? Anyway. Weird. Hmm. Train of thought. So do we think is whimsy 
out in space traveling the Cosmere, not investing on a particular planet. What do we Maybe. think? Strong like yeah. I think I like that better than invention, but part of me what, for the rest of the podcast wants c- to connect every shard to somehow be in space (laughs) just to annoy listeners but the shards in space because like invention could totally be on a planet but like the not being able to locate is weird but i guess invention could just be like i don't want to be contacted by you because we don't we're not going to get along no soliciting no soliciting no shard soliciting (laughs) shall we move on to mercy Oh, yes. Yeah. What I consider the least interesting, and so I'm probably not well, going to say so very much. Let's <laughs> just uh, say what Harmony said real quick. So mm-hmm. it was whimsy was not terribly useful, and mercy worries me. And then yeah. later we have that uh, there's the wound upon the spiritual realm where ambition, mercy, and odium clashed, and ambition was destroyed. The effects on the planet Threnody have been disturbing. Mm-hmm. Is mercy on purity? Whoa. In the Threnody I... system. <laughs> See, I want to know why they learned the Threnody essay. I want that fight to make sense in such a way that they didn't necessarily need to be mentioned. Because the the ambition odium thing was like, but it's probably just because the ambition's body like was the thing that messed everything up. But that that's the thing is I I went back and read the essay, and from my perspective, you could that essay could still make sense if they only know what happened in retrospect, because ambition's body's strewn about the place, and so they're like, oh okay, ambition died here, and it was probably odium, and mercy just <laughs> safe bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to say that. There is a word of Brandon about how by the time Chris wrote the essays, she does know all of the shards. Hmm. I'm just going to do a quick search for that. Yeah, she knows the names. Interesting. My first thought in this was that this was like an Mm -hmm. Evie Colon situation. Like Mercy went into this clash not as a fighter, but like to try to get the fight to stop and got caught up in it anyway. Oh, that would be in line with the intent of like trying to get odium and ambition not to kill each other or Mm -hmm. to have one spare the other and it didn't go and then like when they start attacking then they fight back right that was my read as well yeah i mean there there are pieces of the fight that we don't have context for because we know that ambition didn't even die on threnody so clearly there was more going on and more after but yeah, just something that and stood out where I was kind of like, huh. I did find the WAP, and it was she knows each of the intents, the names. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like she might not know all of their actions. Yeah, that's reasonable. It, do we want the definition of mercy? Let's do it. Okay. Yes. What so, is mercy? Compassion or forbearance shown especially to, a, to an offender or to one subject or one subject to one's power. A blessing that is an act of divine favor or compassion, a fortunate circumstance, or compassionate compassionate treatment of those in distress. Okay, so given that, why is Seizid afraid or worried about mercy? When that sounds real nice, because I have one idea, but... I was going to say, it seems almost to me, when I say... Given the context of this letter being that he's trying to find a, a 
alliances to build to go against Odium. Right. Mm-hmm. Mercy um, worrying him kind of implies to me that Mercy may potentially be siding with Odium. Especially I, since they're um, at very early on in the letter, Caesar said that there is a division between the shards that surprises yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And so it could mm-hmm. almost be like maybe mm-hmm. Mercy sees what Odium is doing as as a mercy. Yeah. And kind of agree with him. The way I was looking at it is more like I could see Mercy being driven to show mercy to Odium and perhaps being someone where they're like, we can't rely on this person to pull the trigger and we're trying to take Odium out. Like they might not mm-hmm. be motivated enough. Which would make sense. Like if, if Mercy is like, well, Odium has been imprisoned on Roshar for such a long period of time, maybe it's time to be lenient to him. Merciful. Mm, right. Another fun mm. thought is that uh, mercy is not pacifism. Someone no. who's merciful could fight, as but they would spare you after you've been defeated. Mm. Um, but the other thing is, we have this phrase to have someone at your mercy, which would be mm. where you have control and power over them and you get to make the final decision about what happens which mm. could be a very scary sort of that, that's highly vessel dependent on that one mm. for mercy yeah. so mercy are... definitely implies power to me mm-hmm. like yeah. you can't show mercy unless you are in a position to show mercy oh yeah mm. yeah so i think there are actually two sh- potential theoretical shards that mercy fulfills okay one go. is the shard that only wants to hide and survive but has recently found that that is not feasible which like that might be like she wanted to stay out because didn't want to deal with the conflict but now she's like oh odium is going to win like i need to make sure this is all as merciful as possible mm. and the second one is the anguish slash sorrow slash whatever shard that was proposed recently and Brandon says like was like hey you should post this that was an interesting theory mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also it's interesting that you went feminine pronouns for mercy um that is true it would be I, interesting if mercy's vessel was male Mail, yeah, yeah. I always yeah. go yeah. right to Overwatch with it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I have to not true. think about it like <laughs> yeah. that, and I'm yeah. like, okay, no, it could yeah. be anybody. Yeah, and, there's also and like also Mercy is a name that pe- people have. Yeah. There's a name, yeah. yeah. I'm almost thing thinking about Mercy worrying Harmony. Like it, it's it's interesting because he says Mercy worries me. Then like two chapters later. He's like, that said, the most worrying thing I discovered was the spiritual realm wound. And I just wonder if, like, Mercy was maybe wounded in some way that, like, also worries mm-hmm. Harmony, maybe? I don't know. Mm. That he's worried for them. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's how I initially read the Mercy worries me, like, Harmony being worried for Mercy. Uh, maybe for whatever reason, the vessel or the shard is is getting worse. Similar to how Honor went crazy near the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The concept of how a shard can be damaged is interesting. Yeah, yeah. super interesting. I I wouldn't have used worse. Like in my head, in my weird made up headcanon scenario world, I'm imagining a shard 
or a vessel that's like, I guess I'm maybe conflating this with sorrow a little bit, but I'm imagining a vessel that's like pulling away and like shutting off and like just mm. not communicate. Like I am depression the shard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what um, we know of Sezed, he would probably, if he saw someone who was, you know, hurting and in a bad place, I think he might be the kind of person who could use the like, oh, this person worries me That's because like, that they're in sense. such such a tra- traumatic state. That makes sense. Could um, be so many things. There's a lot <laughs> on Mercy. Uh, I like the idea that maybe Mercy's like, wow, these shard conflicts are real dumb. I could do a lot better job. and But yet, still Harmony at the end of the day, Odium is the worst. <laughs> It's like, yeah. Mercy yeah, worries yeah. me, but Odium's worse. He's like actively has killed them. And Mercy, that could be a long-term problem. Odium's the big problem right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like Mercy being the one who wants to hide and survive. I don't know. Something about that just like, I don't know. But like, it would kind of make sense if they clashed with Odium. It was like, yeah, I'm out. Screw this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess maybe. It doesn't seem to me like something that someone who's driven by an intent of mercy would do. It feels like a non-action so much more than doing something. That that's why it sits so weirdly with me. Where I just I just I don't quite know how to interpret mercy, a person like being controlled by the power of mercy. I just I find that so hard to imagine what that looks it's, like. It's super interesting. It it's kind of like honor like honors like we now we know what honor yeah. means but like yeah. honor is kind of hard like what is a shard like that what does that mean or like a shard of autonomy what, what does that mean i have no idea what that means right? <laughs> yeah, that's another one that's yeah. still weird right and so mercy is kind of like that like what does that mean being in in hindsight uh, like going from honor to like being bound by honor or honor bound like yeah Obviously, honor would be the the shard of of bonds. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Also, yeah. So I'm I'm trying to think of like any any similar phrase that we can apply to mercy that we can riff off of. Whole Cosmere is at their mercy. It's just that so like that one. <laughs> yeah. It's so context specific. Like people show mm-hmm. acts of mercy in a lot of different ways, and so and it's honor's a little more straightforward than that. Some at least the way that it is displayed in this series it's so vessel dependent i think because if Mm -hmm. someone like wants to control stuff i think they could use mercy to rationalize that and like Mm -hmm. maybe they are very you have your you know your society and you're the ruler of it but you know maybe you're a pretty good divine ultimate ruler of it it's not like all terrible like you're not going to be the lord ruler and just execute a bunch of people it's like oh, okay you know that's fine and maybe just like thinking look i don't like these other shards you you other shards are big meanie heads and you're you're doing awful things uh, yeah you could like come to the conclusion that the most merciful action for the people of the cosmere is that there aren't shards anymore you know like that's the sort of thing you could really yeah mm. yeah that's... You can spin it off that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Ooh. I know that's not what you said, David, but for some reason that like clicked for me that maybe that does make more sense for hiding and surviving, right? It's like, look, 
the most merciful thing I can do is not screw with people, right? Not do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, I could see it from that context for sure. I'm but it could also interested. be they interacted with Odium in some way, <laughs> and and they were like, oh, I couldn't. Like maybe Ooh. maybe Mercy went to like try to hold Odium back or even help him. Like if if we go with the maybe the most the most merciful thing is to not have any shards. Maybe Mercy wants to help Odium like break all the shards and he's like well i'll just deal with him at the end mission is gonna be a problem in my head maybe they saw what happened to threnody and the people of threnody from that (laughs) from that conflict and we're like maybe the most merciful thing is if we peace out you know yeah because that'd be that'd be plenty to to shake you a little bit yeah speaking of threnody um i've just uh, we think we we said about uh, sayings which have mercy in them and i just had the phrase may god have mercy on our souls Mm-hmm. And it just came to mind. And I'm wondering if what if what happened to Threnody is is God took mercy on their souls and stopped them from like moving on. Oh. And that wound is is a chunk of mercy got left behind or something. And it's mm-hmm. that's why they have shades because they can't move on because mercy's not letting them because mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I if the spiritual realm of... is wounded. You yeah. wouldn't want people to go there. It could be really bad for them. Yeah. Maybe they're stuck as a way to like protect them from whatever well, that the wound beyond is. isn't the spiritual realm. Well, you gotta yeah. like pass through it. Don't well, you gotta go through the cognitive. I don't realm, know. Then, so if that's I'm allergic might... to the spiritual realm. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, no. I know. Yeah. Hmm. We we know that ambitions investiture is is having an effect on Threnody and like Chris doesn't mention like Mercy's investiture. Yeah, that's 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 the thing that I'm like trying to figure out with that. The wound on the spiritual realm thing, I could probably talk about forever. But yeah, I know. It really makes me. (laughs) It really like that seems like that must be like in my head. That is probably tied pretty strongly to the shades behaving how they are and kind of being able to spontaneously like that. Plus the weird spiritual corpse thing we understand too exist in the spiritual realm for a period of time i'm like that that all seems to tie together for me but and i think spiritual wound just has to come from the wounding of ambition the, mm. the fight was on all three realms right so yep. was, right like it makes yeah. sense that there could be such a thing it's terrifying. I, I'm worried with you, yeah. Harmony. That is terrifying. Well, the spiritual realm has always been wounded, though, because all times are one. So everything must be... It can't be that I'm bad. Leaving. It will have always been wounded. <laughs> Actually, so now now that we are, we are talking a little bit more about Threnody and a little bit less about Mercy, I, I guess I've never really thought about this, but the fact that there are cognitive shadows that can interfere in such a major way with the physical realm without having bodies yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. yeah harmony that is disturbing him saying that it's disturbing i'm like out of all of the horrible things we have in the cosmere brandon has called what happened on threnody the evil like nothing else is called <laughs> yeah. the evil. The Lord Ruler wasn't called the evil. Something real bad has happened. Like real bad. Yeah, like Sazen might not be talking about the shades at all. Like we uh, we have no idea what's going on in the homeland. Write that book, yeah. Brandon. We're all Mercy writing. comes back and Need be it. like, "Well, this place is screwed. The most merciful thing is we kill you all." That's See, a, that's a possible. 
that is true. People think of euthanasia as as merciful. Yeah. In cases. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was also true. thinking another worrisome mercy thing. What if mercy was in this clash and held ambition back? What if ambition had like the killing blow on odium and mercy stopped it? It's like, uh, yeah. And now people are like worried like we could have, yeah, we could have fixed this and odium could have been dead and, and mercy stood in the way and didn't let it happen. Mm-hmm. And that let odium mm-hmm. kind of recover. And, and like odium was, or, yeah, and ambition was wounded and then odium's later like, yo, <laughs> you're done. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I I like the idea that somehow Mercy's the evil on Thrasy. Like, I, I don't that think that crazy. is what's going on. I don't I don't know, but like I, I think the evil is definitely related to Ambition's investiture. Like yeah. doing because like Mercy is not currently on Threnody. Yeah. But the yeah. evil is. Yeah. yeah. Granted, fair. the evil could be an avatar. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. But, I th- yeah. Man. It seems he's been like more cognitive. I feel like it's probably something weird, like Uli Dodd's cognitive shadow or some, you know, something strange. Well, I guess where I was going with this is like maybe Mercy feels that becoming a cognitive shadow is just like wrong and it's like making that person suffer in some way. And it's like, no, I have mm-hmm. to destroy them all. It's like th- this is not a good this. We screwed that up. We got to fix this. Mm-hmm. This shot is so vessel dependent. It's, it's so really vessel dependent. It's like... <laughs> An evil That's person very... with mercy is scary. It's a very odium definition of mercy, right? Because he also sees what he was doing to, to Dalinar as, as a mercy. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about valor. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Shockingly, yeah. we've been blabbing a lot. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I'll no, figure. it's... So big things. Four shots. Four shots. Four shots. Four like, shots. This is not. This is not going to be the only time we talk about these things. No, no. we're going to bring them up. We could... all we can. Shardcast is literal this week. Shard. Yeah. Shardcast. We got a whole quarter <laughs> in Okay, quarter <laughs> in Alcium here. <laughs> all right. Harmony says, "I do think Valor is reasonable, and suggests you approach her again." Female vessel, very interesting. Mm -hmm. It has been too long in her estimation since your last conversation. So what's the definition of valor, Ian? So valor is defined as by Uh MiriamWebster.com as (laughs) strength of mind or spirit that enables a person to encounter danger with firmness. Personal bravery. Yeah. I I don't know what what all your first impressions were, but... For a minute, I read Valor, and I was like, isn't that similar to Honor? But then, like, thinking about yes. it, it's they're to- they are different. It's just yeah. in my brain, like, oh, a good soldier would be, like, mm-hmm. have Valor, have Honor. You know, like, it, they're, they're like, used together but are not the same thing. So, like, Valor yeah. is more like courage, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they feel, yeah. They, feel, they, feel, they feel extremely similar, but different enough, but still similar. Honor cares mm-hmm. about keeping their word. Valor, so honor's more like high spread. Valor's more like an honor, honor spread. spread. Right? Yeah, which is amusing. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, oh yeah, um, no, you have to do the courageous thing, right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. No, I, 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 I disagree with that. Okay. To me, honor is closer to doing the right thing, 
sans all the like fanatical bondage stuff. Um, Except all the bad stuff that we ignore. <laughs> valor to me is about persevering and winning. Yeah, like oh, overcoming yeah. a challenge. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like if if overcoming a challenge involves just demolishing the thing that is in your way, that is the valorous thing to do. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, countering danger with firmness, not backing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Valor could definitely break it. Like I feel like Valor, aside from the restriction shards themselves have, like you know, Honor, Honor couldn't tell a lie. Valor would be willing to do a little more. Like that's mm-hmm. that's very separate from my mind from the Honor being the soul of making and keeping agreements is how right, it is yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I think about sort of like Honor has a lot to do with like how you're treating others and the way that you interact with the people around you, especially like your enemies. Whereas mm-hmm. Valor seems to be more, how do you, how are you in control of yourself and pushing yourself to do things you don't want to, even whether mm-hmm. I didn't explain that. Well, those sound really similar when I said them out loud. Yeah. No, yeah like, like there's more of an overlap. internal thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's the that, like makes bravery right. aspect. The bravery really courage part of honor is all. like that's yeah. yeah. That's what I mm-hmm. need in my brain to remember. Valor is very different from honor. Yeah. Um but I, I do think like these two shards, if they were held by the same person, would combine much more effectively yeah. than yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. others would. I agree. Probably get some kind of soldier type. Mm-hmm. Valor, like the thrill, but maybe not bad. Yeah, that's where yeah. Kaladin's heading. He'll hold the the dual shard on a valor. Yeah, no, kind of, kind of like the thrill, but not bad. Is I think a, a reasonable. Yeah, because yeah. like, valor does tie in with the dust bringers. one of their divine attributes is brave. Yeah, and then with the stone wards, that they they stand. They. Fight the unwinnable battles. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good thing to have, uh, mm-hmm. as long as your cause is moral. <laughs> if it's not so much, <laughs> yeah. then it's yeah. real bad. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there are sometimes when it's wise to back down from a fight. That's true. You know, yeah. That whole pick your battles. If you are someone who doesn't pick your battles, picks so, all of so the battles. So valor is if wisdom. If there's a shard like wisdom, valor is definitely not <laughs> at all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also also not the shard who wants to hide and survive yeah 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 100 yeah i don't think even in space either i don't think valor is just in space and not on a planet i almost wonder like has valor like clashed with odium before and if not why not wouldn't yeah. this be like the shard to go mm-hmm. pick a fight against the evil that threatens us all you think yeah that's a good point i wonder if there is something about like odium's deal with honor that is trapping odium that is preventing the other shards from going after odium as well alternatively valor could be handling a different problem entirely you know like there's it's possible there's another shard out there that valor's like oh i'm sorry i was busy with the shard of evil i'll be i'll be right there (laughs) and like harmony thinks valor is reasonable and so, like, it mm-hmm. could be an ally against Odium. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe Odium's just not stupid enough to go fight Valor because Valor's like, I will fight to the death. Do not screw with me. And Odium's oh, like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. let's not go that first. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. 
to, so, to me so the the gamers in the audience might who are familiar with the Diablo franchise mm -hmm. to me honor is very much Tyriel and valor is very much imperious those are words yep <laughs> those are words uh, thanks Logic. I, I guess i guess for for those of you who are who are not familiar with that Tyriel is essentially the the good guy archangel uh, he's the archangel of justice mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. very much about doing the right thing and imperious is the rush into the fight and slay the enemy right um yes. just brash absolutely courageous but mm -hmm. also not really like in a in a line of soldiers valor would run ahead of everyone right. else yeah. to go fight the enemy and break formation mm -hmm. mm. it'd be merry and pippin in the last scene of lord of the rings ahead <laughs> of all the soldiers <laughs> It's almost interesting, like Valor on a planet, because you'd almost expect Valor to like go find conflict among the shards. Mm -hmm. But maybe, mm -hmm. like, why would Valor go with the deal? You know, to like stay separate, almost. Well, they could sit on a planet by themselves and just make everyone fight each other all the time, just for the <laughs> gladiator planet. Being... Yeah, like just for the sake of. Uh, yeah. Valor, Valor. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I feel like part of the reason why we're getting so mixed up with honor is because there's so many like valorous aspects, especially of like a lefty culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you think yeah. of like their whole religion yeah, is about right. training to fight wars in the afterlife yeah. and yeah. like they're, they're constantly like fighting amongst themselves to see who's a strike. Like, bravery that's is important the to them. Sort of culture that mm. I would expect from a Valor shard. Yeah, but it's, it's, in, it's and even like the knights themselves, like are. If I didn't know honor had to do with the knights radiant, like mm -hmm. I probably would have. Yes, um, slotted valor in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Which has anybody seen the movie Dragonheart? Yes. That has. It, it has a dragon that is voiced by Sean Connery. It's a very good Ooh, movie. That's it's a like, good pitch. Dragon voice by Sean Connery. All right, I'm kind of into this. But there's just a scene where, like, because there's a knight character who is a dragon slayer, and then there is the last dragon, mm -hmm. and they they run a con on villages where, like, the dragon slayer kills oh. the dragon. <laughs> and the dragon dies no. by falling into a river and then swimming away. But in this, the knight is very disillusioned. But there's a, a, a scene where it's like the knight kind of rededicates himself, and, and there's this vow, and it's like, and it, it starts with like, a knight is sworn to valor. Hmm. And it's just like, yeah. that, that was what was running through my head while, when thinking about valor. Yeah. I mean, I will say that like, we're not getting a book series on Valor, so clearly Brandon feels like thematically he can touch on that plenty in mm -hmm. Stormlight, I would assume, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But... Book I'm 6 sure Valor shows up. Unless it's on the Aether <laughs> planet. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what is he going to do with Aether, right? Like, Who knows? Yeah. I, yeah. What I find really interesting is just how... You know, we, we see who Hoyt reached out to previously. Like, you know, he went to Endowment, he went to Harmony, he went to Autonomy. Mm -hmm. But he did... 
from this context, I would assume that he did not send a similar letter to Valor. And I'm wondering if he's got some sort of beef with her or what's going on. It sounded like a personal personal falling out may have happened. They used to be. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible, though. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But Harmony says, it's been too long since your last meeting in her estimate. Like, this this is... I don't think these are the words of somebody who's had a falling out with Hoyd. I think these are the words of somebody who Hoyd has ignored for a long yeah. time. Valor, but what, not somebody who the wants to remain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not somebody who wants to continue being ignored. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, right. Like maybe, maybe Hoyd finds her too brash, uh, too quick to action. Um, too dangerous people to go after odium like why is yeah, valor not on your list yeah why is valor yeah. not that's, that's yeah. a really good yeah. point there's some stuff yeah. there yeah yeah like even to just run at him in like a suicide kamikaze run like we know he's already injured like why why not hmm. just point, cool point valor and the honor entire world and be down like, right to kill odium yeah. right Hoyt's yeah down i was that. i was just gonna i was just gonna make that argument maybe maybe involving valor also means involving collateral damage. Ooh, yeah. I was uh, something that's been again in the back of my mind is the potential that whilst honor is all about the ends don't always justify the means, maybe valor is a the ends do justify the means. I will do everything I can to achieve my goals, yep. and mm. it's 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 not journey for destination. It's about the destination, and the journey is like something to be powered through. And so that's kind of the potentially a core difference between those philosophies. Okay. I believe that. There's also maybe the idea, which I don't know if this works at all realmatically, but you kind of think like the whole Knight's Radiant magic system is a little bit untethered from a shard because honor is gone. And like, what if Hoyt is worried somehow that Valor could come in and like take it over and then like, all of a sudden, the whole Knight's Radiant system is under Valor. Huh, I think that's it. She could definitely corrupt it to yeah. be under her. Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe that's a worrisome outcome for Hoyd. I don't know if that works like that dramatically. I, I just don't I know. Think... Not. <laughs> I just don't know why o- Hoyd wouldn't care if Valor is just like, look. Strike Odium. Let's let's get rid of this problem solved. Like, why not? Unless. Hoyd knows Valor would go all out against Odium and would be willing to die doing so, but he doesn't want her to die. Like he oh, wants to so protect like Valor. Her? Okay, all right. That's, okay. That sounds most plausible. Ooh, what if Valor is a child? <laughs> and <laughs> oh. I don't want that. This is the child soldier book now. Oh, no. <laughs> All Yikes. the children are soldiers on my planet. I am Valor. What's up? Oof. I do like that wherever planet she's on, there's definitely Valkyries on that planet. You know, there's definitely a... Yeah, definitely. Definitely Nordic vibes. Yeah. Do we See, I can't, I'm, I'm still stuck just thinking, like, how are these shards going to help? Like, you know, yeah. like, what is that? And, like, that question has obviously been a long-standing question because Hoyt's been asking for help for a while. But, hmm. you know, Seize's not going to pick up Root and come to Rashar between this and Era 3 and then pop oh, back. Oh, like, actually, how will they actually yeah. help? Right. 
yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like like what what can they do? Yeah, good point. Because he's still he's still enlisting help. He's not trusting the Risharans to handle this. He's still mm-hmm. he's obviously like got his finger in the pot and like you know is working with Yasna and doing stuff, but. Yeah. He's not go he's not putting all his eggs in the Rasharan basket. No. No, he's not. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he worries that like Odium will get free and then what the hell happens, right? Yeah. You know? Like right now this is a problem where we can do something about it now. Let's do something about it. Let's do something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I also wonder how vulnerable Odium is while imprisoned. Like to a strike uh, specifically from an enemy shard. Specifically whether he's vulnerable at all. Like, I, mm. I wonder if uh, either as part of the deal or a consequence mm. of the deal or whatever happened between him and, and Honor early mm. on, I wonder if they can strike against him. Yeah. It's going off of the idea I had earlier. Yep. Oh, another thing, too, that kind of partially answers my question is maybe they actually don't know what they're going to do because they said mm. if you can maintain Odin's prison and Rashar for a time, it would give us time to plan. And yeah. So they yeah. probably don't have... They they probably don't have everything all like planned out, but I feel like it's got to be like a more of an agent type thing than it does like a, I'm gonna show up and throw down type thing. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. Especially, Sounds like Hoyt is just gathering allies. Mm-hmm. At at gotta, best, gotta, right? With if yeah. Whimsy's the one just like traveling the Cosmere in space, it's like okay, you're you could come here, but you're not gonna be useful now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's just adding chaos. That's that's terrible. Like they're having the last desolation, and then whimsy shows up, and they're just like, "Oh, <laughs> you mean and all of the sprint turned into flowers." Yeah, whichever desolation. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, lowercase L last desolation. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The infamous most recent desolation. <laughs> this one, the one we're in now. I just had a cute idea of like yeah. Jana and whimsy, like turning the sprint into different things and having fun together. Oh. <laughs> Mishram in charge of whimsy. What could go wrong? Let's, <laughs> let's get her on the case. Boom. We couldn't get through a shard cast without it coming up at least once. No. Go <laughs> get that bam in there. Yep. So any final thoughts? Do we think any of these are the things that are uh, the, the wisdom shard that that there's a shard with a similar intent. Are any of these four of those? I think it would have to be invention. Mm. I think it is. But yeah. yeah and I yeah. and I don't like it for invention. I th- yeah. I think wisdom yeah. quotes air quotes wisdom is going to be a different shard. Let's can I read uh Paleo's thing from uh 2019? Mm-hmm. So Paleo, this is paraphrased, but Paleo's trustworthy. Uh, <laughs> is wisdom a shard? If so, how bad does it want to survive? Great question. Uh, Brandon says, there is a shard with a similar intent. The shard has realized that survival might not be the most desirable slash important. I, I revise my guess. I think it is either one of the last two or mercy. I was going to say mercy of these of these, seems yeah. like it might fit the bill the best mm. but i would also maybe lean more toward it's one of the last two i think so too because wisdom wisdom as an intent does not connect with mercy to me and he said and he's basically saying here there's a shard with a similar intent and this is this and this is yeah probably the survival shard yeah. based on the way he says that true yeah 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 and i and 
I could almost get with like ingenuity wisdom. Like invention is just further from wisdom than ingenuity yeah. is, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's that. Inge so ingenuity is almost more spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and, it's and, like insight to me almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But but insight is even closer to wisdom, I think. Insight, yeah. I, I just yeah. did wisdom synonym and insight is on the list. Well like a yeah. spectrum of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the spectrum is wisdom, insight, ingenuity, invention. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, okay. I would say Mercy could be... Well, no, if the wisdom one is the shard who wants to hide and survive, right? Then it, it, that's not necessarily Mercy. Yeah. And and I think that's what the word of Brandon is saying. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's right. mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, and there, so, there was, by the way, a... Uh, a thing at the bottom a footnote Paleo later asked brandon for clarification on this one because he couldn't quite remember the survival pot when he wrote it down brandon stressed again what the shard has realized so <laughs> yes so it definitely sounds like the wisdom shard was the survival shard yeah which doesn't seem like mind. mercy so if mercy is yeah. not that then what's mercy doing <laughs> yeah, mercy. So very good out question. Of, out of all of these, mercy is the strangest one to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all kind of strange in a way. Yeah. yeah. They're, well, they're all kind of strange, but Valor was the one I was least sure of. Like, it, it was the weirdest choice for me when reading this. Mercy makes sense, like as a. A, a, as a mm -hmm. shard filling a gap feels different very different mm -hmm. from yeah. others yeah, yeah for sure but like conversations here i'm more interested in valor now yeah okay love whimsy though whimsy i really is... like valor valor as yeah. a concept as a shard sounds cool like, sounds I've, really cool. I've, I've always been drawn to these kind of characters in in media I say Mercy's gone from my least interested to, to probably my most interested at this point. There's a, so much that can happen with Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy's probably I, I, my most the one I'm most interested in. I really like Mercy. I think the thing with Mercy is that I'm so with all the others, I'm kind of see like I see their natural force kind of aspect a little bit. Um Maybe maybe not so much with Valor, but with Mercy, like Mercy is so inherently human to me. Like it's mm -hmm. it's it's a human attribute. But but well, maybe that's okay. Attribute. Yeah, well, sure. And like devotion. Let's put them on the yeah. elementic table and we can just Ooh, we're almost there. We can oh, we can almost we're... start. I can't <laughs> wait for seeing on the forum people trying to mess with those because now we have so much more. <laughs> so it's like, all right, yeah. let's let's oh, pair man. them. Uh, yeah. Honor if Valor is compliments is like, yeah. yeah, you know, we're, we're almost there. Let's go. I can't wait. Final thoughts? Mercy uh, and Valor is the combination that beats you up and is then like, go. <laughs> leave. Just leave. Get out of here. Whimsy's terrifying. Invention has spaceships. In I just want to know what the last two are. I, at this yeah, stage, I was like... <laughs> Brandon, please. You can't leave us hanging at 14 of 16. You oh. <laughs> really yeah, can. Like, we're probably he not going to know for no. a very long time. Years. It could be, it would be 10, 20 years before we get another shot. Like, yeah. Well, he, he should have doled them out 
sparingly <laughs> rather than dumping yeah, all four at once. Like, oh, I love this. This is a moment yeah. like that will never ever happen again. Like this yeah, is that's awesome. True, yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally gone, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I know. I want to know that last shard because I feel I feel pretty confident as wisdom or a synonym being the survival shard at this yeah, point. But okay. the one that we've got, the no data shard, I'm like, come on, we gotta get a hint. You know, there there's an interesting implication that maybe like I think autonomy is that one shard that I almost said hoid. Harmony is referring to is that he can't see right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep there could be yes, another definitely. shard involved with that potentially like i think that's yeah that's plausible that like, like a shard of secrecy or obfuscation yeah, like, or something yeah. like that. Ooh, that's actually interesting yeah gods are mysterious yeah the, it's that like, mystery oh god of mystery just like, like mystery esoteri- like esotericism oh, something like that just yeah. just mystery as an intent i, I, don't I like, actually yeah. like that. i don't like mystery it's not a novel <laughs> it's got to be more godly. Let's see. That's, That's why I'm saying like esoteric, uh, like that sort of thing. Like secrecy is more my like. Secrecy. Mm. What about like inexplicability? Like that's kind of well, that's kind of whimsy <laughs> that's a though. Mouthful. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I'm not. I'm like. I'm making. I'm not coming with like a name. I'm going with like an idea here. I don't. I don't have a snappy a idea for an obscurity. Enigma. Enigma. Peculiar. Enigma's really good. Enigma's good. I like Enigma. But it doesn't Either have like, that. Gotta end in a Y. It could be a 10th <laughs> pancake situation, and Brandon comes and is like, there actually isn't a 16th shard lol. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all just lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ambiguity. Oh. It's on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. This 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 entire episode, or at least Ever since we talked about um, whimsy, maybe like being like a trickster god type of thing, mm-hmm. I've been trying to map the shards to like Greco-Roman gods. And, like uh-huh. whimsy would be the Loki of them all, and valor would be the Ares. Of I like them how all. you said Loki as if that's a Greco-Roman <laughs> god. Greco-Roman god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Greco-Roman Nordic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Greco-Roman oh. god of uh, Thor and Loki, you know, on Asgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, I went through a phase where I was trying to map the shards to, uh, to Avengers. Okay, right. <laughs> like, which, which Avenger is the most valorous of them all, right? Captain America. Well, I thought of Captain yeah, I America. I think he'd be honor. He's honor. smarter. But he felt, yeah. he felt like honor to me. Yeah. yeah I think honor like versus Thor Valor. Is valor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can do an episode on like, <laughs> like mapping these things. Look, we have 14 of the 16. We could probably blab a lot more. We will blab a lot more uh, on these shards. Because mm. this is four shards. How much have we talked on like a single shard? A lot. Hmm. Each one of these could be an episode. Well, granted, we do have very little on these. Yeah. So at least with Odium after Oathbringer, it's like, okay, well, we have a lot to talk about on this, right? <laughs> yeah. Not that having very little canon information has ever stopped. No. What about Vax? Let's talk about Vax. Which which one whole... of these shards is most likely to be uh, on Vax? If it's we had a whole uh, podcast whimsy. about Rera. Uh, yeah, I, would, I would also go with Whimsy. Because it's like at Initiate, that time, like Sazed was reshaping the world, so everything was changing. So, like, Axe might always be changing, and that's why Ati was confused. 
Yeah. Oh That's a valid point. The one I was going to make oh is because uh, initiation is weird on Vax, and mm -hmm. that is in line with, uh, with the weird shard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dang it, guys. We got we to gotta end this podcast. All right, we got to go. <laughs> you know what time it is, guys? It's time for who's that Cosmere character? Get clean two hours, 19 minutes. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, it's time to skip who's that Cosmere character. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was uh, going to ask, are we still doing it? Because we'd be going for no, Let's do it. Let's do it. it I, like, I just like how our part two Oathbringer epigraphs, where we talk about those letters. Do you know how long that was? That was like 46 minutes. This episode is not. <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. I'm shocked. We've had three years to to hone our trade since then. We're ready. And by honing our trade is means stretching this out as much as possible. We're not stretching it out intentionally. It just happens. Pretty exciting. We, we also we we also have more people in this episode than you guys did on, on that one. Yes. Right? yes. So. Bigger cast. Bigger cast. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Yeah, Tom. Raze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the show where you guys send in a five clues and a character, and then we read out the five clues, and then these guys have to guess the character, and if they guess it, then they're great. If they don't, then they suck. Well, um, statistically aww. speaking, Ian will be great. This. Yes. Statistics. Cool. Let's go with this first one then. No. This one was sent in by Hot on a Hill. Oh, um, yeah. Hot oh. on a Hill. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Howdy. First clue is this character is originally from Roshar. Ooh, originally from. That's yeah, got to just be a troll that it's just a Rosharan. And it's like, well, I Wait, mean, all Rosharans no, it's I not was gonna say that one. <laughs> it is not Grace. I was even like, I gotta say it the same way as it is in the Who's That Cosmic character. It's the intro. I'm sorry. Oh, in the intro, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the intro. Like, now I gotta think of somebody else. Mean. And it's clearly not going to be Rhythm of War characters, so. That's important for our listeners to remember. Yeah. And and when um, you submit Rhythm of War characters, uh, we'll see you in five years when we get to the <laughs> I'm gonna guess Leshwi. It is not Leshwi. Both of um, these are excellent guesses. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Renarin, because somebody it's took my other answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't guess the Heralds. They weren't from at least most of them. You know, rule those out. you know what, Ben? We're just going to start with Ba Edomishram, okay? <laughs> and even though we don't actually know if she is originally Rosharan, but screw it. Agreed. It is not Ba Edomishram. Okay. Clue number two. Wait, wait, wait Ben? Uh, Arjun, Arjun not Sorry. Go. Yeah. Yeah, um, since we're all oh. picking favorites, I'll just guess Yasna. Okay. It is not Yasna. I mean, that's safe. <laughs> yeah. Clue number two. This character is knowledgeable. Yoshi, Yasna's pen pal. It is not that person. Nice. Who Ben doesn't uh, know who that is. <laughs> I do, I just, I, I can't remember how you say their name. Knowledgeable. I'm gonna say Alista. Yeah, I... It Ooh. is not Alista. 
That's a good guess. I'll say Batar, just because we're picking heralds. I don't Technically, know. Technically, <laughs> all the heralds have knowledge. Right? I was like, who's the scholarly? They're not one? from Rashar, though. It's not oh, Batar. Yeah, they're not from Rashar. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, well. The Stormfather. It is not the Stormfather, but I like the way your mind is. He doesn't know anything. He knows nothing yeah. about Jalnar's powers. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Hesse, the author of Mythica. Ooh. Oh my god. Ian! It's so no. loud! It is Hesse! <laughs> the author of Hesse's Mythica. We don't know if Hesse's originally Rosharin. We don't yeah. know that at all. I object. More like I object. Yeah, well, he still got it before all of you. What? Wow. Sorry, we're trying to fit things with actual clues. I say guessing by to Misha. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Other four, we have to not let Ian win, too. That's always my See, goal. I need, we need to yeah. like wrap these up quick because this is such a long episode. I need what to, were the other clues? What are the other Clue clues? number three. This character wrote a lot. Clue number four, we don't see this character on the screen. And clue number five was this character is female. Okay, all right. Cool. Except for the first clue, that's totally unjustified at this stage. But... I guess. I have a lot of character. Like, those things are all true, but I bet I could find like a bunch of other characters that fit most of those. It's all right. Fine. Let's criticize right. your Who's cool. That Cosmic character. Shall we? I'm not the only one who's ever done that ever. No, you're certainly not, David. That is certainly true. This one was sent in by Kimball Black. Awesome. Clue, Hello. Clue number one. This character is dead. Jezrian. What does it mean to be dead? <laughs> My opening salvo is Jezrian. It's not Jezrian. Screw you. Uludar. Maya. It's not Uludar or it is Maya. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dang. Hey, already well then. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we got the Who's That Cosmere characters uh, way, way quicker. Nice <laughs> there. Uh, clue number two is this character is not human. Clue number three is this character doesn't talk much. Clue number four is this character does not like to leave another character. And clue number five is this character is a spren. Nice. 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 Awesome. Well, wow, guys, we did this very quickly. We did, surprisingly yeah. so. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this first and long Rhythm of War uh, podcast. I believe next time will be Rhythm of War reactions, and I don't know how that's supposed to go. So that will probably also be long, because if you've read the full book by now, you know that there's a lot to talk about. So, so much. Yeah. There's some big, big events. Yeah. So... Uh-huh. So we're going to talk about that for a long time. We're going to have weekly podcasts for the next while. Time. Time. Yeah. While. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> when. Like around at least through the holidays for sure. I can say that. Uh, pretty. The confident. one thing we can promise you, there will be plenty of content. There will be lots yes. to talk about. The drought is over. We finally have new Cosmere. <gasps> oh. <laughs> the, the water. We're, we finally I, got out of the desert. Uh, and the ice storm has come. Drenched, drenched in creme. Yeah. <laughs> Four shards. Four. What the crap. All right. You know where you can talk about Rhythm of War? On 17shard.com. You can uh, talk in any one of our Rhythm of War 
forums because we have multiple boards so whatever topic you like talking about you can go there you can go to our discord where we have slightly less than the amount of forums that we have (laughs) and it's been chaotic already uh but you know that's fine come to discord We'll, we'll chat about rhythm of war and uh you can find us on youtube soundcloud itunes you can support us on patreon uh, I think I forgot Facebook and Twitter, whatever. That's fine. No one goes there. Twitch. And occasionally Twitch, there's, not often, but. There's, there's icons down there. There's icons there that denote things that don't have links. So, you know. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. All right. So we will see you all next time. Bye. 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 And don't spoil other people. Don't spoil other people in the nice. comments. Yeah, don't do that. You know, Dumbledore dies. (laughs) God. Need to be the case that there are still differences between the vessel and the shard. Like they, they, even after these thousands of years, race and odium. Well, race still hasn't quite reached that equilibrium. Maybe that eighty managed Mm -hmm. with ruin. You should close the window. (laughs) <laughs> Screaming. There are, are those children outside. Screaming. Children outside. <laughs> Someone kill those children. <laughs> Odium, get them. Which is, which is very appropriate as a backdrop to an Odium conversation. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing, the thing is, is that the room's getting really hot, and you can see me getting really sweaty already. Yeah, but the sound quality we'll, uh, is more just important than comfort. Can I turn my box fan just like right off screen? No. <laughs> I could literally hear Arjun's fan in a recent episode, and that was like oh, no. apparently in a totally different room. And I was like, I can always hear it when you talk. I remember that. All right, are you ready, Ben? Uh, no, I'm fact checking one of the submissions, and I don't okay. think it's correct, so I'm going oh, to not good. use it. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll just yeah. keep talking about nonsense until then. What if we talk about Vax some more? So, did, do you think the shard yes. who wanted to hide oh, and like survive uh, went to Vax to hide and survive? And that's what we don't know about. It. Mm-hmm. What if we hide and survive on Yolan? Because no one knows where Yolan is for some reason. Chris doesn't, at least. Easy. Well, it's been shrouded by the shard of ambiguity, man. Easy, <laughs> nailed the it. shard of obscurity. Yeah, I like. I think obscurity is my new Ooh, favorite. Obscurity is nice. Isn't that like a that. nice shard name? That's pretty nice. Oh shard no, name. Uh, maybe you should. I like Enigma. In, <laughs> <laughs> also, I think when you guys get like really annoyed about like terminology in the Cosmere and like is this capitalized or isn't it? Why did you call it a splinter here and a sliver there? Like I just want to assume that there's many schools of thought about this in Silverlight and everyone Dude, argues oh, about yeah. what the right terms oh, 100%. are. I'm like it's that. all a totally in no. world people oh, yeah, use no. different uh, Stormfather was just the- thinking about this Cosmere terminology differently. No Brandon the- why would you do this? Vasher the just changed his uh, the, all of here, this I'm gonna ring my doorbell. One sec. Oh. The first fan fiction I wrote was about a couple of guys in Silverlight arguing over the dictionary. You know, like some people use splinters and some people use slivers. And hell. <laughs> David finally has a good splinter article. And how the hell are we supposed to do sliver? It's impossible. Yeah.